Welcome to Safety Help with Tony Collins. Join him to learn how to improve workplace safety to be legally compliant, win more contracts, and increase profits. Hi listeners and welcome back. This podcast is actually part of a series I have produced that explains how to set up your own safety system. The audio is taken from a video training course which is available for free from my website www.safetyhub.co.nz but you know I know some people like the podcast format which is probably you know why you're listening now but if you do prefer video or even want to buy the product that goes with the course it's all on the website and the details are there but let's get into this particular chapter right away. Return to work. Research findings have shown that an injury can cost you between 8 and 15% of your payroll. So there's a real benefit for you and your employee if you focus and put in place a process to get your employee back to work as soon as possible. There are many other benefits and we've touched on those earlier when we've talked about health and safety generically and the benefits of having a health and safety program. So then the aim of this chapter is we're going to discuss what you need to do to return your employees back to work after an injury. Now as you know, because we've already worked on this earlier, when an employee has an accident, your first course of action is to deal with the emergency. Give them first aid, uh, provide uh, medical treatment, you may need to take them to an A&E, to the hospital. Um, Basically you're dealing with the injury situation. Then what you need to do is report and investigate. Now once we've sorted all that out, now we're getting into managing the employee and getting them back to work as soon as possible. What will happen is your employee will be receiving some kind of medical treatment for the injury. Um, And the treatment provider are an expert in medical diagnosis and treatment of the injury. But they're not the expert in your workplace. The employee and you are the expert in your workplace. An employee does not have to be 100% fit to get back to work. Uh, But for for example, a doctor sitting in their office looking at an employee and their injury, um, it is quite reasonable for them not knowing anything about the workplace to assume this employee must be on a 14-day absence from, from work. Uh, sickness from work and then that may roll on. As an employer then you need to get involved with the employee, the ACC and the treatment provider and determining a suitable return to work plan. If the injury is minor this may mean suitable duties for the short term. What are suitable duties? Suitable duties are provided on the understanding that they're not permanent and that the employee will return to their full duties. Other terms you may have used include reduced, transitional and uh, light duties. Here are some examples of suitable duties. Uh, But it's important to note that the suitable duties do not include work that is not useful to your trade or your business and is demeaning to the employee. That is not what we mean by suitable duties. When determining suitable duties, you need to consider these five questions. Is there anything about this injury that prevents your employee traveling to the usual place of employment? Is there anything about the injury that prevents your employee being at the usual place of employment for full normal hours? Is there anything about this injury that prevents your employee 
performing their usual duties for some of the time. Ideally, when you're answering this question, you should analyze the job and the task and the, and the work involved. For example, if, if it's physical work, what sort of physical work is involved? How much of the day is actually involved doing that physical work? Is there anything about this injury that prevents your employee performing their usual duties for full normal hours? And does the injury cause any safety problems? Now, having answered these questions and determined the type of work involved that the employee normally does and scoped out other work available, you can then either provide a written summary or go and meet with a treatment provider to discuss a plan. I saw a really good example of this at a a major steelworks where they had a medical centre on site and when a person was injured, part of the follow-up after dealing with the injury, um, part of the follow-up was for the supervisor to attend the return to work meeting and with the, the doctor or the occupational health nurse and they would discuss what they can and can't do, suitable duties, so the supervisor would return to work knowing what this person can or can't do, and so did the employee. He would relay that to his work team. And probably just as importantly, the supervisor, because they're impacted, are trying to determine how to prevent that same injury happening again. So we're really getting to the the benefit of return to work and the impact it's happening on the team and the supervisor and then feeding it back into hazard management. Of course, part of the return to work plan may be time off work with some kind of uh, off-site treatment, physio, etc., um, ongoing. When they do return to work, they'll need a medical certificate, and then you need to monitor them because we don't want a reoccurrence of the injury, and you need to make sure that the return to work plan is working. Summary then, there are four key tasks in helping employees return to work. They are contact your employee and keep in contact. This is a critical one. I've seen um, a lot of HR issues um, come about for, for this reason, not keeping in contact with the employee, find out what they're doing, how they're going with their plan. They have a part to play in their rehab as well. Analyse the work they currently do and the other options in the workplace. Uh, inform the treatment provider of these options and communicate, both while developing the plan with the employee, the treatment provider and the ACC, and then monitor the plan to make sure it is working. The thing about the return to work process or plan is that uh, while you can have a generic policy and plan, it is very tailored to the individual. So you need to be flexible, and that means you need to be communicating with each other. So the action steps for this chapter is that you need to write a template or a plan, a process that both employees and managers are aware of so that when an injury does occur and you need a return to work plan in place, you have provided a framework for them to work to. This has been another episode on workplace safety by Tony Collins. For more tips, visit safetyhub.co.nz and join the free newsletter.